Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 278 of the No Podcast. We are outside. No, no outside. Outside or no outside? If you're outside, you can have the food or drink. But if you're inside, there is no outside food or drink. Brent, thank you for clarifying. We are no outside food or drink. Specifically, a Chick-fil-A establishment that we were in that you couldn't even eat inside. So I don't know. Inside food was not even allowed in this Chick-fil-A. <laughs> right, Cesar, am I misremembering that? It was like a walk-up Chick-fil-A. You couldn't even eat in there, right? It was no indoors. It was yeah, literally there was... just a drive through everywhere. Yeah, so even the Chick-fil-A food would have been outside food or drink. Weird. Yeah, this is a this is a very key piece of information of the no outside food or drink lore. Uh, 278 times, and I stumbled over that for some reason. No outside food or drink, the Southeast premiere video game podcast. Tonight, online disk drive? Question mark. More Sony layoffs. That's not good. I hate talking about layoffs. I'd rather talk about anything other than layoffs, and it seems to be more frequently than not. Xbox is blocking your accessories? Question mark. There are two question marks. Brant, what accessories have you had blocked? Does it include the Duke controller? <laughs> Find out later. Uh, and we have your first in-engine look at Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater Delta. We are, of course, an audio podcast. That description will probably not translate too well, but uh, Brant McKee will paint you a perfect picture, as he is, of course... Joining us tonight, uh, alongside myself, Richard Bergman, Brent is the newsmaster. He has built this um, scintillating lineup of video game stories for us to discuss for this week. Brent, welcome. Thank you for having me, as always. Yes. Happy to be here. Not been promoted to listener quite yet. You got demoted from listener before. Mm -hmm. Also here, resident page master and lore master, Cesar Concepcion II. Hello. Cesar, how goes that Apple show? Has there been any games on that Apple show? Uh, we spent the last two minutes talking about the brightness of uh, screens using the, the knit uh, measurement. <laughs> this sounds like an Apple show. <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting there like, what the fuck? What's happening? Uh, we're getting lost in the justification for this blank new hardware that may or may not uh, have noticeable increases in performance versus what you were previously using. I mean, the casing does come in space black, which does look sweet, but. Oh, there we go. Now I'm, now I'm aboard space black. We yeah. call it Space Black. I know what's up. Until we uh, talk about how much it costs and then we're all off. Oh, this is the, uh, what are they doing tonight? Is it IMAX and everything? Or is it so far just like MacBook Pros, MacBook Air? They start, started a show with the M- M3 with uh, the three different versions of the chipset. that goes 32 gigs, 64 gigs, and 120 gigabytes for the graphics the new card. new chipset. Oh, shit. That's and actually then, very impressive. Then they uh, have gone specifically to the MacBooks, and now they're on the MacBook Pros. I almost wonder if they would and end up. And now you can log into Steam and play Baldur's Gate 3. We just literally talked about that. So. Oh. I mean, that's a big game to trot out there, right? Yeah. Maybe six months ago it's not, but now it for sure is. Just like the South Park clip. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was awesome. I didn't know where that clip was going. I was like, damn, this is actually pretty good. They're like, why are you booting Steam? They're like, Steam? <laughs> yep. Like, uh, I just need to get in here to Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, it looks sweet on this big monitor. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I haven't seen a good South Park clip in a long time. Uh, me neither. I came across that. It was actually pretty funny. Uh, Boosh says dark mode only. Are we all dark mode aficionados? Uh, oh, yeah. I've been, I've been using dark mode since I okay, there we was go. using Google Pixel when I was like number four. Yeah, I was just going to close out whoever was not using dark mode. The monster had to go. We had to vote out the monster. Do you think uh, what I was getting with this, do you think Apple, like their their Mac Metal GPU type stuff is just kind of a, it's an enthusiast level right now, right? It's not quite 
mass adoption. I mean, they'll be able to bring people aboard and APIs and developers and all that sort of stuff. But do you guys think it gets to a point where it's ubiquitous with an integrated GPU type thing? Like here, just because it's on the newest Mac and now it's scalable, like, I don't know what's a good example of that, but you know, we've you we've utilized that across the entire Mac platform for the past like five years. So you know you have a good gaming experience on you know just just a a solid baseline, like they did with phone software. Like it works. You're if you bought an iPhone in the past five years, you can be able to play a blank. I don't know if gaming will get to that space or not. Is my is my thinking of that? That shit's getting more and more powerful. I guess it just depends yeah. on how people use it. Uh, Mermaid 24 says, well, I mean, we're not all monsters. If you use dark mode, mute, block, and follow. What's the last one, Cesar, in that? In that? The trifecta? Yes. Uh, Is it follow. mute, block, and follow? It's, uh, mute, and follow, and then block, yeah. Which and doesn't make board. sense, because if you, you do block, you, do, you enact all three, but <laughs> that's why you use block as last. You make sure you know that they're getting ignored. Uh, report. I think report's important in there. I can find my old key somewhere. Uh, Cesar, feel free to cut off news if there's any gaming-related stuff from this Apple show. I do not have that on in the background. Uh, I wish I was at least watching part of Pro it. Pro now starts at fifteen ninety nine, set up two grand. That's a good deal. Brand, it's time to upgrade. You ready? Yes. Brand's like, Brand's like, nah, this one's fine. Brand, you can order it today. Oh. It'll be available next week. Oh. M3 Ooh. Max will be available in late November. Damn. Brent, Cesar and I have been like secretly siphoning off here and there, but if you want a new MacBook Pro, you may use the Patreon funds for <laughs> a new MacBook Pro for next week. We've uh, noticed your audio is a little bit off. Your video is starting to get kind of hazy there in the background. We'd like for you oh, to go no. ahead and upgrade with the Patreon funds. Now well, the missus is getting a new laptop before I am. Not with our Patreon funds, she's not. We didn't talk about this. All right, Richard, it's on your all-in-ones right now. All-in-one... Oh, the IMAX? Mm-hmm. Are they skipping the M2 as reported on that, going straight to the M3? Yeah, it's the M3 show. Yeah. No more M2 stuff. That's behind. Yeah. When is the when is the mobile chipset going to switch to the M stuff, the M architecture? They didn't want to compete with the, the gaming company M2. They had to move on. <laughs> uh, also, speaking of which, I saw an M2 Panasonic 3DO prototype uh, donated to the Museum of Play today. I was asking Mike Mike about it on Twitter, but I didn't get a response yet. Remember the successor to the 3DO, the M2 64-bit mm. CD-ROM? It had 1x CD-ROM speed. So some people got these development units, and it had that slow-ass CD-ROM in it. I couldn't believe that part. Uh, Boosh says, will some uh, iMac thing work with his Galaxy? I'm guessing it's probably not going to, unless Galaxy is one of the colors of the new iMacs. Yeah, is it, is you it can, like Galaxy you Gold? Use- you can use a Galaxy to uh, kind of stabilize your iMac so you can get eye view. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's going to be there for. Is it's uh, always as a kickstand, so and you never actually have to use the Galaxy again. Remember those old jokes about the uh, the um, Dreamcast console stand? It was a PS2. It was like the console <laughs> stand plays DVDs. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's black. <laughs> Good trim. <laughs> All right, the, our our Apple versus Samsung people are picking fights in the chat, so we'll move along to actual news. Oh, God, why? I don't know. I don't know it why. It doesn't matter. <laughs> use, what you, use what you like. It's fine. We're just talking about an architecture. 
Speaking of architecture, from VideoGamesChronicle.com and Jordan Midler, the new PS5's optional disk drive requires an internet connection to connect. It's madness. As spotted on the back of the box for the upcoming PlayStation, uh, upcoming Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 PS5 Slim Bundle, small print confirms that players who purchase the new model with the opti- optional, optical optional, optional drive will be required to connect to the internet when pairing it to a machine for the first time. It's likely that this is a security measure in order to ensure that the disk drive is a legitimate one and not a third party. However, it has raised some pres- preservation concerns. Uh, did they update this? Because I've seen an update to this story. Looking. It's at the bottom, maybe? Uh, the issue appears to stem from the way both Sony and Microsoft pair the console's disk drives with their motherboards. As explained in a 2020 article by Wired, which is linked in this article, great job, Jordan Midler. Each disk drive has a daughter board that pairs with the console's motherboard, essentially creating a handshake unique to that specific pairing. So if and you this, can, visualize this is, with me. Yeah, and this is not something unique to the new PS5. It's been going on for years, from what right. I understand, back right. all the way to the PS3. Certain models uh, had the same kind of architecture. Uh, even the 360. I've read uh, no, the original Xbox. I'm sorry. There's a there's original Xbox disc drives that are not yes. universally compatible. Yeah, you'll have Toshiba's, Hitachi's, Philips, Samsung's, and there's one more. If thinking inside the box is in the chat, I know he's gonna start <laughs> yelling at me. <laughs> you should know this. Hitachi Philips. Damn it! It's they're gonna be in the chat. You you missed one. This is the one you need. Uh, in the article, Wired removed the disk drives from launched PS5 consoles, swapped them over, but the consoles would refuse to recognize the other drive despite them being identical hardware. This may be partly due to Section 1201 of the DMCA Act, which we violated many times, and I have since moved our certifications over to this <laughs> wall, which are no longer visible on the camera, uh, which is the Digital Millennium Copyright Act, which says it is illegal to circumvent a technological measure that effectively controls access to a copyrighted work which in this case is the firmware on the disk drive. That is the official stance that I heard afterwards. So that is the update, I guess. That's what the clarification was. In such, in order to prevent piracy and also perhaps third-party repairs, Sony and Microsoft used the pairing method to ensure that each console can only work with a specific disk drive assigned to it, meaning users can't modify or replace the drive. Hopefully, we've talked about it in the show many times, um about the rights to repair act and how that seems to be pushing forward and catching steam. Uh, we've mentioned many times when Cesar and I worked retail, if a PS2 or an Xbox or GameCube or something came in and that little sticker seal was broken on the back, you couldn't even accept it for trade because it had been opened and damaged or harmed in some way. Uh, same thing with cell phone manufacturers. It's, it's considered tampered or modified in some capacity, but there's the legislation. What's that? It says void on the stickers when you break Does it. it? Void, void, warranties void if broken. And there's still people in the original Xbox thread on Reddit that are like, should I take the stickers off? Like, really? What are you going to do? What are you going to do if your Xbox is broken? Are you going to call Microsoft and tell them you can't play Halo 2? Boo. It's not going to go well. Boo, Richard is done. That's all it was. It's fucking I would love to see. I would love to see Microsoft. That's it? That's all the show? What? That's yeah. the whole Apple show? Yeah. yeah. I thought it was scary fast or whatever their marketing term was for the show. Boo. They were cowards. They didn't turn the comments on. Uh, people are going to be excited about the M3 chipset coming no comments. I wanted to see the comments. I wanted to see people <laughs> yeah. like, Xbox is better. I wanted to see that. Xbox is better. 
Uh, Boisha's in our chat saying Samsung better, so it's already it's already here. You don't have to unmute the chat. It's already it's already here for you to partake in. Uh, this would be nice. What I was getting at with the uh, right to repair stuff is that this was patched out at some point, and you did not have to do that. And no matter what disk drive you bought and popped in there, you would be okay with. Do they really think they're losing out on this majority of sales if it's eighty dollars? If you put a if you found a way to put another Ultra HD Blu-ray ROM in there, is that even possible right now? Or they does so. that void your warranty? That stuff all goes back to these arbitrary rules that they have put on us since way back in the day, right? Mm. NES you can open with no sticker. Super Nintendo came with that little security bit, so it wasn't easy to tell you had gotten into it. Same with the 64. PlayStation you couldn't tell had been opened. It was GameCube, PS2, Xbox. It was that era that gave that to us. Dreamcast, you can open, no issue. Sega's always been for the people. Bring back Sega. New Sega hardware, confirmed. No podcast. I'm glad you figured it out. They were waiting for you to figure it out, now they're releasing it as we speak. We had the power in our hands the entire time. Oh, Oh, I figured it out. I'm holding up to the the viewers. I got one of those Sega Genesis Hallmark ornaments that plays. Sonic theme song? Yes. Really fucking loud. Is that what it does? Oh, my kids killed the battery. Perfect. It's even better. <laughs> I can't Wait, even play is, it. Is the little tab in the back of it or no? Uh, I turned the on off switch. No, I've had this. It's just sitting up here. But my Dreamcast one came in this week. But Ooh. I haven't done it. I haven't done anything with it. I haven't even taken it outside the box. I know I last to... year after Christmas they went on sale. I got both the Super Nintendo and the Genesis one. Oh. They stayed in the box and went in the. Uh, tote of christmas stuff so they will come out here within a few weeks day or two i decided based off what we paid for our last christmas tree we should get two months value out of it every year so i think uh started november it's going up but i had a gaming tree i had like a cheap gaming tree down here and the the it was pre-lit right and the lights went out and i was like this sucks i'm just gonna throw it away but now I've got like I've got the Genesis one, I got the Super Nintendo one, I've got the Dreamcast one now. I've got uh, Sonic and Tails, where Tails is like carrying Sonic. I think you have that one, Brand. I think you showed that mm-hmm. one to me. Yep. Uh, I've got Sub Zero that was clearanced out at some point. So uh, Mario with the Tanuki suit. When you say pre-lit, is it just a strand or two of lights zip tied it with throughout the tree? Essentially, and it was like. $10 on clearance, and it pissed me off just based off principle, because I bought two of them and my kids did the same thing. It also died. Well, see, that's easy, though. You can just go through and snip the zip ties and buy hey, a couple hey. treats, cheap strands of lights, and there you Sensitive go. Sensitive terminology. We don't just snip what we don't want anymore, uh, Brant. It's not, it's not how we go about things in life. No, um, it didn't look that good anyways, and it was a little bit too big. Like, I need a little bit smaller one. So I think gotcha. it's going to work out to just grab a little basic-looking one. Because I've only got, like, five or six ornaments. It's not a big big ordeal. It was overkill for what it was doing. Uh, is that it? Is that it on this? Sony's new PS5 model will launch this November in the U.S. before rolling out elsewhere over the following months. The new model will come with one terabyte storage for both editions. Instead of the measly, what was it 820 that we got? 825 for life. Mm-hmm. 825, let's go. Let's go. I, that's I didn't mean to discount the extra five gigs. Yeah, let's go. I just saw they came out with a 1.5 terabyte card on the micro SDs. I was like, oh yeah, finally. That's random, right? 1.5. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Dig boss, let's go. Throw them in our Steam decks. Steam deck verified. I don't think I even filled up my Steam deck one terabyte. I don't yeah. know why. what I'll do with a 1.5. They get a two terabyte, I'll fucking throw a two terabyte in there. <laughs> Damn. Download all the games for Master Chief Collection. I think that's the that's the main, like... <laughs> the, my, 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 my Nintendo Switch is on life support. I got a terabyte card in there and it has like two gigs left on it, so... Man. That's rough, Cesar. It might be time to delete some of that bullshit. I refuse. I play a lot of stuff on there. Get rid of it. You don't need all of it now. Clean the fridge. You're scared of cleaning the fridge. Clean out that fridge. Yeah, I'll be stuck somewhere. But like, oh, fucking Richard told me to delete stuff I didn't need. Now I can't play it. Oh, <laughs> I'm so far fault. away from the internet connection. It's Richard's fault. Yeah, I'm should have bought the two terabyte card. <laughs> stuck in the middle of the woods in Ohio. That son of a bitch. <laughs> what are you doing out there? Camping with a uh, Big Ben? You out there with Ben Roethlisberger? No, I'm over there just driving through the cornfields. <laughs> Tis the season. Yeah. Oof. That's not good. Uh, do, do, do. A horizontal stand will be included with the new PS5 model. Also, new vertical stand compatible with all PS5 models will be sold separately for $29.99. Oh, Sid Schumann. I forgot Sid Schumann's with SIA. To address the evolving needs of players, our engineering and design teams collaborated on a new form factor that provides greater choice and flexibility, said SIE's Sid Schumann. The same technology features that make PS5 the best to the best to play are packed into a smaller form factor, along with an attachable Ultra HD Blu-ray disk drive and a one terabyte SSD for more internal storage. Once inventory of the current PS5 model has sold out, the new model will become the one, the only one available, as they did with the PlayStation One, the PlayStation Two, the PlayStation Three, and the PlayStation Four. Right? Surprising no one. And the PSP, and the Vita. They've done this with every piece of hardware. Uh, that would be disappointing to, I guess, if you were to get one of those models and it required that and it did not go well, I would be very frustrated to have this brand new piece of hardware in front of me and all of a sudden I, the firmware update didn't apply or something. We all know this happens from time to time. That would not be something um, good to run into. Or if down the road they have another manufacturer for those disk drives and for some reason that firmware is not compatible, Right. Oh, you got one of the first-gen uh, Ultra HD detachable drives. Our patch only works for the second-generation one. That <laughs> that sort of that's what you do when you segment. Like this is worst-case scenario. Yeah. I'm not saying this will happen, but these are the type of things that come when you have DRM that applies to a firmware update for a solution that should be pu- plug-and-play. There should be no additional uh, requirement needed, especially assuming that a need has been addressed. For someone who may be out of a fast uh, broadband area and need a physical storage, um, let's just, let's hope this firmware is like 10 megs or something, something small they can pull down off of a cell phone connection or something. But uh, time will tell, right? When they start coming out, we'll start hearing reports about this stuff. All right, somebody tell me about Bungie. I'm tired of talking. Tell me about uh, what they're going <laughs> to do to fix their game. Uh, Modern Warfare 3 is not even out yet. It's crazy. Uh, this comes from uh, Tom, Tom Ivan of EGC. Uh, this is amidst them delaying the next uh, piece of DLC for uh, Destiny 2, as well as... There was a delay? Um, yeah. Uh, what's... Marathon. Marathon. For some reason, I want to say Mayhem. Uh, they're delaying a marathon. Uh, 
Bungie is now part of the latest company to experience layoffs uh, in the Sony family. Um, it says, while the scope of job cuts is currently unclear, Bloomberg, Bloomberg uh, reporter Jason Schreier confirmed Bungie CEO Pete uh, Partson informed employees at the company-wide meeting uh, held today uh, of the situation. Um, employees impacted uh, by the layoffs is Destiny 2 community manager Bungie uh, co-lead of accessibility. Damn. Um, yeah, there's the delay of the Bungie Destiny 2 expansion. How old then, is Destiny 2 now? It seems like it still seems like a newer game, but I know it's not. I feel like it's at least two years. Destiny 2 came out like. I want to say it's moving up to like eight. It's almost. Uh, I, mean, I may be thinking of the last 2017. Uh-huh. It's six years old. Oh, you're talking about the expansion. I see. Okay. I see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what even is a game's date anymore, right? Launch date. You can't play that game anymore. Uh, And then the rest of this is just going on through basically the announcements and um, what they put up uh, publicly and things like that on Twitter. Today's a sad day at Bungie as we say goodbye to colleagues who have all made significant impacts on our studio. Um... Except with these exceptional individuals have contributed uh, to our games and Bungie culture has been enor- has been enormous and will continue to be a part of Bungie long into the future. Hmm. How long? And then, yep, from Rupert. Uh, well, my heart is broken. Uh, for all the affected, Rupert wrote uh, on X. I am now looking What's for X? Uh, oh yeah, formerly oh, no. Twitter. No, no, no. I'm now it's looking Twitter. for opportunities. It's Twitter. No, 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 no. I have 21 years of game industry experience in media and production and community management. I'm uh, proceeding. Uh, I'm also. I'm also heartbroken. I'm processing. Yeah, I'm processing. The, uh, apparently, this was sudden news. This was not a rollout of sorts. Yeah, I don't know what to do from here. This was my home. That's pretty crazy that you spent 21 years in the industry and probably the majority of it through through Bungie, and now all just in one day, you're... Mm. That that would be a lot to just w- somebody come in and go, hey, sorry, but uh, we got to make some cuts. That name's and, familiar. Of course, this um, at the bottom talks about how last year in July 2022, uh, Sony purchased Bungie for $3.6 billion. Oh, this is uh, Liana that was at... Um, Game Informer. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Prima, right? Doing something with strategy guides? She did that too, yeah. And I think CBS Interactive for a while. Yeah. yeah. If I remember correctly. 
Yeah, seven. I, I think she years. worked. She worked her way into gaming finally. I think she was doing a lot of media-based stuff for a while. Community manager at Bungie for Destiny 2 specifically. Uh, totally uh, also helped rebuild numerous gaming brands from the ground up, including her recent total rebranding of Prima Games and the restructuring of Game Informer magazine. Previous work at GameSpot, CBS, BBC, Game Daily Biz, Twin Galaxies, Shack News, Subnation, and DFTG. Damn. Uh, hopefully she has a job very, very soon. This is a very talented individual. I remember when she left Prima. That was like the end of the strategy guides days. Mm-hmm. Yep. I believe she spearheaded the effort at one point. Cesar was like, split the guide with me. I'll give you the physical guide. I'll keep the digital one or vice versa. Like, give me the code. I'll split the price with you, that sort of thing. And I think that was one of her initiatives at Primo was just try to stay relevant with strategy guides to have digital copies, right? Everybody wanted a tablet version Mm -hmm. of the strategy guide. Yeah. And of course, this article has to mention that, you know, this is, now just the latest in the line of Medi talking about how just last month Naughty Dog was already talking about cutting contracts shorter with dozens of workers. Um, we also mentioned that Sony Visual Arts Group um, laid off some workers. Uh, Sony confirmed job yeah. cuts at uh, the Dreams and Little Big Planet developer Media Mon- Molecule. Uh, as well as the other industry layoffs, uh, which go across Xbox, Epic Games, CD Projekt, Unity, Riot, Blizzard, Crystal Dynamics, BioWare, <laughs> Striking Distance, Team 17, uh, Frontier Developments, uh, and Telltale Games. How have they not mentioned Embracer in that? I yeah, was just Embracer joking was like I was going to be one, ahead though. of the... Yeah, Embracer is one of the worst. Well, hopefully everybody lands on their feet, put out your CVs to everywhere and LinkedIn and scoop up these fine people. Speaking of fine people, Microsoft has started blocking unauthorized Xbox accessories. No. Also from Crazy Tom Ivan. It's a reference to PS1 game Crazy Ivan. Microsoft has reportedly started blocking the use of unofficial accessories with Xbox consoles as spotted by Windows Central. A growing number of players using unauthorized, in quotes, third party accessories have started receiving error message 0x82D60002. If you've gotten that one, no, this is what's happening. Anybody have any unauthorized accessories? <laughs> <laughs> I, I tried so. putting my, this is weird guys, I got the new PS5 Ultra HD disk drive and I tried putting it in the front of my Xbox Series X and it didn't work. Was not happy and reported uh, error message 0x82d60002 and now I know why. From the moment you connect an unauthorized accessory and receive error code, I'm not reading it again, you'll have two weeks to use the accessory after which time it will then be blocked from use with the console according to Xbox's support site. At that time, you'll receive error code. I'm not reading it again. Well, we encourage you to <laughs> contact the store or manufacturer where you obtain the accessory to get help with returning it. Uh, anyone familiar with Windows? This looks exactly like a Windows error code. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. like a Windows yeah. code all, all day long. All, yep. all it's missing is a blue screen and a sad face. Yep, and a, and a QR code taking you to the knowledge yeah. base explaining where you fucked up. <laughs> that takes me to a generic <laughs> website where everybody just bitches like, this doesn't tell me anything. I'm like, oh, God, here we go. Oh, and you're like, damn, I should have gone to the Reddit thread. I would have found out more from the Reddit thread than official QR code. Reimage, always reimage. Yep, just go ahead and reimage. 
Uh, updated, I guess we can go to the update, not read the rest of the news story. In a statement issued to VJC, Microsoft said unauthorized accessories can, quote, compromise the gaming experience. What? End quote. Microsoft and other licensed Xbox hardware partners, accessories are designed and manufactured with quality standards for performance, security, and safety. Unauthorized accessories can compromise the gaming experience on Xbox consoles. They note in parentheses that includes Xbox One, Xbox Series, and X and S. Gamers may receive a pop-up warning that their accessory is unauthorized. Eventually, the unauthorized accessory will be blocked from use to preserve the console gaming experience. A full list of accessories that are supported on Xbox consoles can be found here. Microsoft said there's a hot link on this article from Crazy Tom Ivan at VideoGamesChronicle.com. Does it give me a HTTP 404 error when I click on that found here? (laughs) Please. Loading. It's possible. Oh, no. It just gives me to the customize, and I can do the new... uh, Starfield, uh, Starfield rap <laughs> <laughs> tells me nothing course, about uh, accessories. Of course, later later down in the article, it does mention that more than fifty gaming brands uh, shouldn't be affected. Uh, but hmm. things such as uh, the Brook Gaming um, line of products, the Wingman. Um, no. Oh, people love that Wingman thing. Yeah. What was the other one? Cronus and X I M. Oh God! Look accessories. Brand, look at that first. Uh, look at that first post in the chat. Look at the first post. <laughs> which can, which can read out loud, no matter what it says. Oh my gosh! Just go to comments. Look at the first post. Oh, that's pretty good. Good job, uh, Charlie B. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said, I like to think it's more pads than headsets. Uh, what was it? Uh, accessories, which can mimic uh, a mouse and keyboard. Brent, you buried uh, the lead. X- it was a great quote. Xbox controller. What? Which Which one? Power your licensed dreams. It's pretty good. Good yeah. job, Charlie B. Good job. Is it Carly B? Maybe. Singer? Maybe. Possibly. Go ahead, Brant. We cut you off. Uh, no, that was it. I'm thinking that, yeah, they just want to some of those Brook Gaming things where you can literally attach a dongle and then get any accessory, like a PlayStation 5 controller or this controller or whatever linked to your system, or uh, I would think that possibly those questionable um accessories that you plug in and uh, act as like aimbot or aim assist or hmm. other little things are possibly being targeted by this as oh, well. Oh, we'll never lose Halo Infinite again. That's what they're after. Yeah. Oh, it means I'm going to be better at Call of Duty because I played for a considerable amount of time today and recorded zero kills. So that felt fantastic. Like a perfect waste of time. <laughs> Mostly people and- dropping on the floor to shoot me. <laughs> And it does it does mention I can't remember where in this article it says something about a lot of the third party licensed stuff are all wired controllers. Thompson, that's the fifth DVD drive for the Xbox. It just don't Thompson. Thompson. Yep. Thompson drives like the Thompson twins. Yes, hold me now. (laughs) Stay with me. Oh, except that I need I need an online connection for my new disk drive to authenticate with my original Xbox. It's trying to hold me now. Yeah, you play that song when you change out your Thompson drives. 
<laughs> only the Thompson, <laughs> only the Thompson drives. <laughs> what do I play for the Hitachi one, Cesar? <laughs> I don't know. Or Phillips. Uh, I wanted to say Phillips Seymour Hoffman, RIP, but uh, too soon. It's always too soon. We Wilson can't be Phillips. friends. We can't Wilson be Phillips. friends forever. Let's do Wilson Phillips. Okay. Or somehow, um, somehow the only Wilson Phillips fan in this group. I don't understand it, but was Mama Cass's last name Phillips? There were two Phillipses in Mamas and the Papas. All the leaves are brown and the sky is green. You're thinking of John Phillips and yes. Um, the the one he married that was not Mama Cass. Yeah, I it was the other gosh. Mama. Go ahead, Brand. It's right there. Go ahead, Brand. You know oh my it. gosh, why can't I think of her name? Mama Cass. You're driving me crazy. Who did John Phillips marry in Mamas and Papas? It was not Mama Cass. Everybody's getting fat. <laughs> Except Mama Cass. Mama Cass. Oh, Brad has to look this up. We have to. Know. Oh wait, Mama Cass deceased. Damn, Damn sandwich. R.I.P. That's another. I thought that was Austin an urban Power. myth. Another Austin Powers reference. It is a good Austin Powers callback. That is an urban myth, though, too. Really, like uh, Elvis in the toilet. Oh, yeah, and the yep. PBJs and all that. Mm-hmm. We need these facts, Brant. We can't move along with our day until we know. Brant. No one's in the chat saving us either. Brant. <laughs> Somebody could be bailing us out. Brant. Oh my gosh, uh, I'm getting it. I'm Are getting the mamas it. and the papas on any rock band or? No, Brant. Brand, ask ChatGPT. We don't have time for this. <laughs> Who is he married to? <laughs> ask ChatGPT. Why is he? That's not his spouse. Lore. We would have been done. We would have been done if you asked ChatGPT. Michelle. There Michelle. we go. <laughs> Michelle Phillips. What was her name, though? She wasn't Mama, Mama Michelle or Mama Phillips. What was her name? It was just Michelle Phillips. It was just Michelle Phillips? Yeah. Mama Cass. Oh God! Is there anything else in this successor in this accessories battle? All right, don't use a bot or cheat cheat bot. Uh, Cronus and XIM. I don't know any of those. Mm-mm. And the 360 days friend of the show Charles bought a like a Twisted Genius or Evil Genius controller or something like that for you know what I'm talking about, Brent? You heard of this? <laughs> no, I just when this was posted the other day on Twitter, uh, the feed was hilarious because somebody posted a picture of the uh, 360 accessory, the intercooler, and it just said, oh, no, now my intercooler is not going to work. Oh, God, that's pretty good. <laughs> Man, we sold the shit out of those things when the Red Ring Scare Everybody was going around. Everybody had them. Everybody. We sold the shit out of some intercoolers. But then, like, as soon nothing. as we got one in, when we got one in, we popped it on the back and we tested it. We We tried it out to see what it would do. Obviously nothing, but they still wanted us to pedal them. Who made that? Was that a Nyko thing? Yeah, it was a Nyko. Did they ever make one for PS3? Was there a PS3 intercooler? Oh, yeah. Like there was one, yeah. Oh, yeah. There were several. I was going to say, talking about something that needed one. But not in the capacity of what the intercooler did. All right, last but not least. Konami, famed game developer, not of the past 15 years. Konami debuts first in-engine look at Metal Gear Solid 3's remake. This comes from Andy Robinson at VideoGamesChronicle.com. The footage debuted during an Xbox partner preview live stream on Wednesday. It offered the first gl- glimpse of gameplay running on Unreal Engine 5. 
It didn't seem like there was much during this show. I guess this is our only story from the show, so I'm glad I did yeah. not take the time to watch this. Most of it was just stuff we'd... Well, all of it was pretty much just updates of things we'd already seen. Small recaps of progress type yeah. thing. But this was this was the thing that definitely got the most hype. Of course, ta- uh, Andy Robinson notes, first revealed during a PlayStation showcase earlier this year, Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater will release for PS5, Xbox Series, and PC. Uh, Konami describes the title as a faithful remake. A new generation of players and loyal fans alike can experience the origin story of the famed Big Boss and witness how his legend was forged in the crucible of Operation Snake Eater, it said. Konami has confirmed that neither Hideo Kojima nor Kojima Productions is involved in Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater. That's been understood for quite some time. They keep like they, to repeat it themselves about that. Like over and over. Why is that yeah. a thing? Like, uh, I think it's a known thing. Do we have to keep rehashing it at this point? I, I guess there's people expect to come out there. Surprise, bitch. I was working this whole time. <laughs> yeah, I've been here in a box. <laughs> he comes out from underneath the cardboard yeah. box. They let me out. Yeah. Now come on, um, finish Metal Gear Solid 5. Here's the final <laughs> DLC. Log me in the corner again. It's my life's work. They are not involved, a Konami spokesperson said earlier this year. However, the development team will work hard to, cre- to create this remake and also the ports for Metal Gear Solid Master Collection so that they can be enjoyed on multiple platforms by even more players all around the world. Uh, what that actually means is we can sell a lot more copies in a lot more places and make a lot more money. It did look really, really good. I watched this brief clip of Unreal Engine 5 Sneak Eater. Time will tell as to how it actually performs. And I wish nothing but success on this so that we get remakes of the other ones. And this is just a starting point chronologically. Because then it'd be what? Peace Walker? And that would get a proper um, remake of sorts, which arguably needs more of a remake than Snake Eater, I would say. Yeah. As that's still currently, I guess I'm looking at it from a, <clears throat> not from a remake standpoint, like, because those mechanics have aged very well. I still think that play game plays perfectly fine. But from a standpoint of accessibility, like, can I get this on a new machine? And now we can get Snake Eater on, on something new, so. That point's kind of out the window. But it is a it is a remake of that in the vein of a Resident Evil remake, right? Like the first one. Miss, Miss yeah, Bush said, "Back to Mondays, I see." Yes, that's that's the. Uh... We only, we only, we only record Mondays when there's shitty teams on uh, Monday Night Football. <laughs> Is that what it was? I don't remember. Oh, I had a busy Monday. No, I wish. Oh, well, it was kind of an entertaining game. I glanced at it in the background. <laughs> yeah, who's who's it today? Is it Raiders and who? Yeah, uh, Lions. The Raiders. All, I mean, we we know the Lions should win this. So. The Raiders. They're only up three, through through a quarter. You never know. That's why they play the game. You play to win the game. Keyword when I said should. Should win the game. Yeah. Speaking of games, what games have you guys been playing? (laughs) Let's jump into... Are we going to skip games acquired? Do we have some games acquired we want to mention? I I do have some games acquired. I'm sure Cesar at least has one of the same games acquired. Probably not. Oh, I hope you guys speak on this a little bit. I know know Cesar's been playing it. Because you've been playing it. I know Cesar's been playing it. I want to yeah, hear I'm, some. I'm almost, I'm halfway done with uh, Metal Gear Solid Integral. You're on disc two? May mm, almost. For the audio listeners, Brian was showing us a copy of the recently released for PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, and Nintendo Switch. Don't get that one. 
And PC, don't get that one. Metal Gear Solid Master Collection, is that what they called it? Yes, Volume 1. Volume 1, which of course lends one to believe that there will eventually be Volume 2, 3, 4, and (laughs) 5. And some data mining was done on Volume 2, and it was discovered, what was it, Peace Walker, Metal Gear Solid 4, Metal Gear Solid 5... Was that it? Was it the mainline ones? No Ground Zeroes? Which I guess they would include in Metal Gear Solid 5 these days. Yeah. My most played version of Metal Gear Solid 5 is is uh, Ground Zeroes. God, I just it was on a Twitter, th- uh, Twitter thread earlier where they were talking about how great that was. I loved it, man. I think I... Did we have... Did, were we running the show at that point? Was that one of my games of the year? Maybe. I, I loved I, Ground Zeroes. I need you I to go back and re-listen to all the episodes and you tell me. Start with the first game of the year episode? <laughs> I love Ground Zeroes. I thought it was incredible. Uh, I'm going to skip over Warzone. I had not so great Warzone experiences this Ooh. past week. Did we win any? Did we win any? You were not with us. We won one. I on watched you guys. Saturday. I was with you on Saturday. I was just not participating. We need to up the teams from four so that more players can get into Warzone. I've been championing that since we converted all of our Halo crew to Warzone people. Um, I popped in Super Mario Wonder. I played the first two levels of that, uh, handheld. That is an extremely polished Super Mario game. Uh, the second level is unlike any Mario game I have ever played before. (laughs) Uh, coming off a recent procedure I had done, I thought the medication had hit a little bit harder than it normally (laughs) would. Um, I will not ruin it for anybody who has not played level two of the new Mario game. It is to be experienced and you do not have to get very far. Uh, Listeners, if you know me and you would like to play it, I will bring you my copy and you may go to town on some super Mario wonder level two. It is, (laughs) it is pure bliss, (laughs) but there's just so much polish and so many unexpected things that happen. I like the wonder seeds. I think that's an incredible element. Are there three per, per level or two? I got two on the first one and two on the second one. And I'm not sure. I believe there's two per there's per two level. per level. Okay, because I'm not sure it's not it's not beating me on the top of the head on what I have to collect, which I really appreciate. Um, the little flower guys talking in the background as you go past him, he's like giving you encouragement and stuff like oh. that. There's the mechanic, there's a there's a point in off. the yeah there's a point in the option where you can just turn him to text though because okay them constantly in that kind of nasally voice talking a lot it gets it gets a little annoying after about five or six levels uh, uh i mean I, I changed them to you can change them in different languages i changed them to nihongo oh. and it sounded fine after i got used okay. to it there you go yep i like him he's, he's really happy he's um so brand i encourage you to change it to french i think french was an option <laughs> you let me know how that is let's go he's almost oh, like uh-huh. uh uh, you know, Torgal in Final Fantasy 16, he was just always with you and you could stop and pet him. And it's just almost like an encouraging thing throughout the level that this flower is. Yeah, he's he's not really know. offering hints. He's just like, wow, that was cool. <laughs> Did you yeah, see that? It's always telling you to pay this much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you hit a wonder, you hit a wonder star or uh wonder seed thing and the whole level goes apeshit. And he's like, man, that was pretty cool. I've never seen that before. <laughs> the whole flower is so fucking happy. It's like, I don't know, dude, you live here. You might have seen some shit. You might have been hitting the wonder the wonder scenes a little more heavier than the usual. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, but it plays flawlessly. Like, 
as much as we talk about Switch needs new hardware, it can't play this, this, and this, and then Nintendo puts out one of these that just looks flawless on that on that OLED specifically. I might stick with the Joy-Cons. I don't hate the Joy-Con controls. I'm playing it handheld, of course. I need to get... I bet it's great with you guys' GameCube thing. Have y'all played it with your... What's that thing called? We need to plug it. It's friend of the show. Nitro, Nitro Deck? Nitro yes. Deck, yeah. How is the control with that? Deck. Pretty good. Great. Uh, yeah. That'd be... That'd be. Uh, man, I, I don't think I've used a Joy-Con since I got that Nitro Deck. Joy-Cons are dead to me. It's almost worth it. Because as I'm playing this Mario platform and I'm using this too stupid uh, arrow... Not a D-pad is all I can describe it as on the left side. I'm like, damn it, this would be so much better with an actual physical D-pad. I had it on NES. Why can't I have it on this console? You get some levels later on, you'll need that D-pad. I bet. I've seen some uh, people I follow on Twitter that are retro game enthusiasts. They are using the Super Nintendo controller, the Switch Online Super Nintendo controller. It's like, this is the way this game is meant to be played. And it feels like, it legit feels like a new 2D Mario. It does not feel like one of the new Super Mario Brother games, which I love. Yeah, it's like a lot of people are saying it's like a a Super Mario World sequel, and that's what it feels like when I play it through. It really does. I'm yeah. enjoying it so far. Uh, like I said, I, I played two levels, and that was just kind of a sneak a sneak play. And I was like, damn, this is actually pretty fucking good. I like that you can hold... I like that you can hold another power-up, uh, Super Mario World style. Call that power-up down when you need it. Not that in two levels I've like <laughs> been, been barraged with enemies and difficulty, but I like that. I've always liked that touch in right. Marvel games when they added that. Before I forget, Richard... Uh... You probably saw it too. There's a uh, new games coming on Nintendo Switch Online: Castlevania Legends, Devil World, and the Mysterious um, Murasame Castle. Castlevania Legends for Game Boy. Game Boy. LG, LG Game Boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very expensive cartridge, if I remember correctly. All right, so we're not going to talk about that next week. Nope. New Nintendo Switch Online games. Yeah. What are they against, Cesar? Oh, Castlevania Legends on Game Boy. Uh, Devil World and the mysterious uh, Murasame Castle on uh, NES. What is Devil World? Uh, it looks like that weird Capcom. I don't know, man. It's like, but looks like bust a move with Akuma. I don't. Know I don't know what I'm looking at here. Oh, uh, Castlevania Legends is after the point where they figured out, you know, don't do massive sprites across the screen. This looks like a competent Castlevania. Is it on any of the collections we've gotten so far? I don't know. I don't think I don't, so. I don't believe so. That'd be important. Uh, hold on, I'm firing up the Game Boy Advance bullshit. I'm saying that's important. All right, Devil World's no, it's not on there. Yeah, it's from not 1984. On there. Oh, Devil World! Devil World is wild looking. Damn it! This is a very NES looking game. Is that the little guy from Bubble Bobble? For like the <laughs> little green. The little green dinosaur guy? You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, that's what I was just talking about. Like, but what do they call it? A bust move over here? Yeah, bust a move. <laughs> or was it bust a move or bust a bubble bobble? I don't know. They, they called it so many different things, man. Yeah. Mysterious Murasamo Castle. I need to look up the history on this one. It's like a ninja-based Zelda-looking game. It looks good. Oh, this looks amazing. Yeah, here we go. It's uh, Richard Puzzle uh, Puzzle Bobble, internationally known as Bust a Move. Oh, naturally. We get Bust a Move for NES. Cesar, look at this mysterious Murasame castle. Is there anything on that one? That game looks amazing. 
legit looks like Zelda. Like a beefed up version of Zelda, not a early Famicom NES version. It does look like it's borrowed from the Zelda template. It looks great. Devil World is a title that Shigeru Miyamoto worked on but never came out here, according to Cheap Ass Oh, Game. that's right, yeah, because I think they had that use of uh, religious imagery in there. That's why they never released it over here. Despite the shield and the freaking... Um, that's why that that's why correctly. that name sounds familiar. I remember that whole thing. We were like, "Oh, it has crosses in there, and it's got doubles." And it's like we can never release this here. I mean, we had a Zelda game with a dungeon that was a, you know what symbol? <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't called Legend of Devil. Yeah, but it wasn't also the Legend of Nazis. Oh, you talking about the Majin symbol? That's just Ma- Majin yes, symbol. yeah, yes which was bastardized by a certain German uh, political party in the 30s and became a hate symbol. If you watch the anime Tokyo Revengers, which is very somewhat popular right now, the, the Majin symbols in there, and they have to edit that out every episode. Yeah. It's like it's like weird uh, blank spaces on their clothing. But that made that here. Like, how did that make that here? It's crazy to me. Uh, my other games played, uh, friend of the show, Russell and I, my copy of Diablo 4 came in. So we were able to get in some couch co-op. Cesar, we're probably right where you left off at. It's like past the main introduction. Yeah, I'm there. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm there. I've been there waiting there since the game I'm, launched, you son of a bitch. Where, that's where yeah. we are. I'm trying to get him to. So he signed in with his Activision ID. I don't know if he wants to make it a couch co-op game. I keep sending him the Gamefly Xbox copy for $28. I'm like, please, God, let's just play this game. <laughs> I don't know if he's going to pick it up or not, but it looks amazing. Maybe Boosh will get that. We'll talk Boosh into an online game, and then... Boosh, come on. Boosh knows he could play with you, and then I end up falling off somehow. <laughs> uh, it's out. really, really good, though. That intro part of Diablo 4 was incredible. We were having a lot of fun. I was, uh, like, a ranged... I guess a ranger character. I can't remember what class we picked. Scout, maybe, was mine. But it's the one that hangs back and shoots bow and arrows and stuff. I didn't choose that one. I chose the uh, uh, regular guy. Russell's a... Warrior. I chose Warrior. Russell's not a barbarian. He's a warlock or a wizard. He's one of the magic type ones. Uh, Boosh says he's fallen for the scam too many times. <laughs> hey, man, Boosh. Hey, look, I've been waiting, man. I got my Pokemon's completed, man. I'm on the DLC. Oh, shit. Yeah. How does it feel, Boosh? How does it feel? Uh, I think the last thing he told me is it's going to take him a while before he's ready. And uh, the Pokemon's are the Scarlet's and the Violet's. Russell's comeback to me on Diablo was I'll just wait for it to be on Game Pass in six months. <laughs> really, man? It's been fun couch co-op, though. It's cool that... uh. So what I like about this one versus previous ones I had played, you can pull up your menus independently. So, Brant, you want to go in there and re-equip a new item? I can keep moving around and hacking and slashing and grinding, leveling up, that sort of thing, and you'll just come behind me. And you're in your own menu, equipping weapons and all that kind of stuff, and you just you follow along. Like It doesn't have to be some crazy... Uh, teleportation to the person who's moving forward, that sort of thing. And each person's items are, you both get the loot. Like, I don't see anything we've had to fight over. Gold is split equally. It seems to be a really good hack and slash uh, masterpiece so far, honestly. It seems really good. I wanted to keep playing, and we'd gotten far enough in maybe an hour. It's that first intro bit. But now they've introduced you to a shopkeeper and you're starting to get some missions that are not just the tutorial and the main story bit. And uh, well, you can mark it's easy to mark stuff because you're getting stuff nonstop, right? Like I've already gone through three pairs of boots. I've, I've upgraded boots three times like that fast. 
And it's real nice. You can mark the things in your inventory as junk so that you can sell them later. So you want, as you look, as you go through your inventory and look and see like, all right, do, do these boots have more magic? Do they have more defense? Is there something better that, that I can equip here? Uh, you can mark them as junk so you don't have to look at them again and review them and sell them and stuff. So it's like I've got some right now that are lower level boots, but they are they have more magic resistance or something. But I decided, hey, that, that's the build I'll go. It's got I'm going to take that that perk over the other ones. Uh, it's it, it's adding things slowly. Like first we just had X to attack and now we have, I think, squares a special. So, like, for me, that'll be a ranged attack. So everybody kind of just had daggers to start off with. And now uh, Russell has a nice sword. I have a nice sword. But I can step back with the uh, bow and arrow and shoot stuff. I think the first boss gave us a crow, uh, a crossbow. It's good, man. It plays flawlessly. I'm not to the point I was sold on the haptic feedback. And I'm not to the point where I'm really feeling haptic feedback yet. I'm assuming they ease you into that. And when you start getting more special weapons, you feel that. Uh, tactile feedback in the controller and stuff. I'm hoping. We'll see. It's been so long since I played. I don't even remember. I've been sitting here waiting for you guys. It's good, man. I'm assuming we're in that same. We just got to the main hub area. Like we beat the tutorial and we're just sitting there in that main hub area. I'm, I'm there, man. That's where we are. I've been there. I've been there since the game launch. That's good. I might hit you up. I might see what Russell's plans are. I might hit you up. <laughs> Either way, you can join with his character and it won't be the same story missions, I guess. I don't know how that works when you separate the campaigns from tiers of because i've read about you know level 50 character level 20 character can get in the party and it's it's scaled appropriately for each player and still gives you mm -hmm. loot and that kind of stuff which is i'm not dragging you that people are not dragging you along like oh this, yeah this, this game's so easy i don't Stay know why back. people are bitch about it yeah just sit back you'll die in one hit but i'll kill this boss and then you'll get yeah. the experience and I'm like, this is fun yeah it's wild how game design's gotten so advanced right that scalability with difficulty and leveling up and such. Uh, but those are my games played for this past week. I sucked at Warzone. I played decently at Super Mario Wonder. And I excelled greatly at Diablo 4 cooperatively on PlayStation 5. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you graded yourself. <laughs> I did. You yeah. like that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was complete ass on Call of Duty. So I had to make sure I put that part out there. Hey, man. Should have... Uh... Should have went to work like the rest of us. It would have been not well for me that night, so uh, <laughs> it was much more fun to watch. Uh, Boo says he's still trekking on Pokemon slowly but surely. No, I'm talking so about you should have went to work today. You played? Uh, did you play Call of Duty today? Uh, briefly. Yeah, there we go. All to deaths today, like the rest of us. I did. Out in the field, not from home. Tell me about Metal Gear. No, me, me and Brent out there slaving away on the heat. It's hot. It's hot as fuck. Oh, my gosh. It was hot. What are you doing outside? It's supposed to be cold as hell. Yeah, it's hot as hot because I, I got to go to different areas in my job, man. I got to touch the outdoors. I got to hit the sun on my face. It's hot tomorrow. Touch some grass. Well, it's yeah. going to be cold. It's going to be cold Wednesday and Thursday and Friday, right? Mm -hmm. I'm about to snap. Yeah, I'm, my sinuses are already killing me. I can, it's, I can already feel it. My head hurts and everything. The post-Halloween snap. Uh, let's see. For me... Outside of uh, me, Brant, and Boosh, and Ezra, and, uh, Ezra were winning in, uh, in Call of Duty. You guys like are the champions. Yeah, yeah. You watching does not count. Uh, I'm going to die on that hill. Um, anything you want to add to the Call of Duties, uh, Brant? No. We, we, we ran into a lot of sweaty people, though. 
Very, very that's, all, that's all I'm doing now. I'm losing one. I'm losing every single one v one. Every single one. I know I'm gonna I mean, die. No, they're sweaty, man. They're like they're like there's four of us there and they're hunting us down. I was like, man, I'm down. Give me alone. They're like, no, I gotta kill this guy. And 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 every time you <laughs> resurge, you come yeah. back. And I mean, you're it's the same guy. It's killing you. It, yeah, you you literally you're like, okay, I know they're right here. Let me go over here and start you know ramping some stuff up, or maybe I'll jump over here because the loadout just dropped. As soon as you drop down, it's the same team and they're right there. So fucking sweaty, man. They're so sweaty. One of the ones today with Russell, uh, we died in the canal of Vondel. So if you don't swim in the side of the canal, you drop down the sewer manhole. Yep. So that's where we were at. And I was like, Russell, just ping the manhole. Just drop down there and get my stuff. So I dropped down on it. And I'm trying to go down that fucking ladder. They're lighting me up. And I can't get down it. They kill me at the top of the thing. What does my body do? It falls down the fucking thing I was trying <laughs> to get up to start with. And I was like, really? That just happened. <laughs> That was the culmination of my aggravation today. And I was like, this is not meant to be. I just, I can't deal with this. And we're doing, they got rid of duos. So we're doing this no-fill squad what? trios. And me and Russell, we're always getting outnumbered every single time. I'm losing 1v1, it's which no, doesn't matter no, in numbers, but we're still losing. There's no duos because like when me and Boish were playing, when we're doing duos, it's the same way. We came in like 22nd and 21st the next round. It was like, it was bad. Embarrassing. Embarrassing like we're, Call of Duty. It's three people, man. As soon as you land, you get wiped out. It's hard what? to do it with duos, man. Uh, you automatically down a person every time. Sucks. On the Mario Wonder front, I think I'm on the third world. So I'm like halfway through the game. Uh, it's short? I don't know if it's short, man. It's just I, I got to Special World, which is very rem- reminiscent of the Star World from uh, Super Mario World. And that shit is I got you. It's not a joke, man. I think I did try to do that first level for like the first 10 minutes. It's like, no, I'll fuck it. I'll just I'll come back later if I die 10 times. Like I'm not good enough. I need to. I need to figure I, out these I mean, mechanics it was, better. It was music based where that does the one, two, three, and then the a panel appears, and you got to bounce off the panel and wait the right time to hit the next panel before it appears with the music. It's it's that very insane. It's tight gaming, very tight gaming. It's I I I just like you know what I'll do this later, and I'll just continue on with the uh, said story. So or which is me just defeating castles get royal seeds to destroy the pyronic clouds around koopa so i can go fight him in the end so but i mean some of these levels are like really difficult and already yeah and then there's some parts of the levels that got a lot of hidden stuff that's reminiscent of the old 2d mario games from the nes and super nintendo stuff which is pretty cool that's awesome uh so yeah i think this game is very much i agree with a lot of people this is like a super mario world sequel and they just took like a lot of the the shit they've been doing for like the last 10 years with the 2D Mario games, like the new Super Mario Brothers Wii and the, the Wii U one, and, and added that multiplayer mechanic in there to like a, a standard Mario 2D game. Um, so it's it, it's good. It's good. I like it a lot. It's I'm getting like Super Mario World vibes on it. I, I agree with that uh, assessment on it that people it checks made. out. Just my two levels that checks out. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, playing I as like Mario, it. by the way. It feels kind of I mean, cool. Every time you start it up, it always like, you sure you want to play this guy? And it's like, oh, you could randomize. I'm like, just fucking give me the thing I chose. And you can switch. Like in between the second levels, I play. I actually played the second level as Luigi, and just it just lets you go in there and pick a new you can person. Switch to anybody. Yeah, I think. Yeah. That, what was it like? Uh, was it Yoshi and Nabby are the ones that uh, have the they die less or something like that or what it was? I don't they, know. They, I don't think they die. They can't die at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you fall off the level, I think. Nice. But yeah, I mean, I've, I've gotten the badge mechanic like uh, Brant alluded to last week. So I've, I've got like the one where as soon as I hit the ground, I get one jump. 
so I don't die immediately. And then the wall jump and the dolphin kick and then the floating with the cap, the long jump. The I haven't seen any of these badges yet. I saw the place in the menu for them. Yeah, you're you're probably getting close. I think the first yeah. one you get was is within the first like four levels. It's like so the, 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 the first one is like the hat floating one, and you yeah. have to get it. I think it forces you to go. But then I got the spring one, which is fucking useless. So I'm like, I'm just bouncing <laughs> around. I, I was like, this is just gonna get me to my death. Uh, outside of that, I don't know if Brant played any. He can probably take over. Did you play any Metal Gear, Brant? No, I have not. Okay. So uh, I, I did start doing um, the Metal Gear Solid Master Collection. Is that what it's called? Master Collection, yeah. Yeah. So I fired up the the first game, which comes with like four versions. Of, no, it's like it's four different versions of that Metal Gear Solid game. So like the you got the OG uh, original release. You're, are you talking about the MX, MSX games or just the Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid, Solid, Solid for PS, PS1, Metal PS... Solid. Not, not yeah. Metal Gear, not Metal Gear. Uh, Metal Gear Solid. Uh, so I think it has like four of them on there. So it has like the OG release, which you can choose the European, the Japanese language, as well as the mm-hmm. American version on there. Uh, it does not let you go back and forth. Like, so you when you choose one, it's like choosing an ISO, even though you had to download the Japanese language pack. So it's like yeah. if I choose the Japanese one, it's like I can't swap back and forth between English translation or the Echo translation. Hmm. And then you have like the different versions of the VR missions. And then you have the one I'm playing is an integral one, which is the U.S. release, which is the U.S. voice acting with a Japanese script. That's the one I'm playing, which is the hmm. Metal, Gear, Metal Gear Solid integral, which is like the, I guess the, I don't, I don't know if it would be called the best version. I think it's the one where they made some changes on there to like whatever they fixed from the original release. So that's the one that was a, a Japanese release only. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't have the police knots uh, theme at the beginning with the do 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 do. They removed that one, so. Huh. So when I fired it up, it doesn't have that one on there. But uh, uh, the, yeah. So I mean, the the text is in Japanese, the the voice acting's in uh English. English. Yeah. So that's the one I'm playing on that one. So I think I've gotten like an hour into the game, and I'm fighting Psycho Mantis right now. So. Psycho Mantis. Yeah. The, all the references, D. The, the fourth wall referencing stuff. The music stopped. <laughs> so oh, that's the so, so they were talking about before the game released that there's basically you can mock up what games are in your memory card. Is that how that works? That fight works with Psychomantis and him? when he read when he read my memory, your mind? it was clear. I didn't I didn't fuck around and put any mock stuff in there. Gotcha. Yeah. How would but, you do that if it if you were to enter something? I don't know. I'd probably to go in the collection and fuck around with that. I didn't go that far. I mean, I literally just played Metal Gear Solid. Uh, what Brant said, I fired up Metal Gear MSX, which is uh, fucking just an emulator that's running the Metal Gear Solid HD collection because it has that logo on the bottom right when you fired it up. Interesting. Which is, which is weird. Uh, <laughs> and then I went into the extras part and did the Metal Gear on... NES with the the God tier translation, I fell asleep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Which is not that. It's not that. I mean, it looks like machine translation because when I played the Japanese one, it's not that far because I. Uh, what the I, Japanese uh, one say? Uh, Japanese one's like Neru, which is like sleepy, and it just goes <laughs> to sleep. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I was laughing. I was like, it's not too. It's not too far from it. I was like, it's 
pretty close. <laughs> but it's because it wasn't ours. I feel asleep instead. Of I fell asleep. It was like I, I think feel it's asleep. I feel asleep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel asleep is what it was. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, I'll play that for a little bit, and then I jumped off that. So I, I've just exclusively done Metal Gear Solid One. So still holds uh, up. Sent me a clip. It still holds up. Yeah, yeah, it does, and I, I still like it. I can see some of the weird. Uh, I don't know. That game is very like 1990s uh, action esque. So it's like it's very stuck in its time. So it's like me when I sat down and I was like, I'll watch Speed for like 10 minutes. And then I watched the whole movie <laughs> Speed. I was like, fuck. I sat here for an hour and 30 minutes. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, pop I quiz. I love Metal Gear Solid. Uh, but, but yeah, that's it for me. So I mean, that's pretty much off touch. I mean, I, I, I literally played like 20 minutes of Alan Wake 2. I haven't gotten that far in it, but. Um, it got amazing reviews. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because you start out like some weird dude that's naked that wakes up in the middle of the <laughs> lake, <laughs> and it, it, it's just, it's weird because it's like he's just walking oh. around like this, and it's just like you see everything. And I'm like, oh god, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> and then like he gets murdered by some cult people, and like it's, oh he's gosh. like stabbed in the heart, and then like they call in like these uh, FBI agents. Like uh, one of one of them is like Sam Lake from uh, <laughs> Remedy. It's literally it, uh, Max it, it's Payne. him. Yeah, it's him. He's just in there like, yeah, I'll let you run this investigation. And then the young lady, I, I forgot what her name is. So it's like it's almost like a uh, like Fox uh, Fox and Scully uh, coming Mulder. in. Yeah, Fox yeah. Mulder and uh, yeah. Agent Scully coming in uh, to do this investigation for like this uh, cult killings, and that's where the mechanics of the game starts teaching you. Because like it, it is very jump scary. Because I'm running around in the woods and I'm just seeing like deformed faces of like uh alan wake flying in front of my screen and shit like that i'm like what the fuck is happening wow. so as this guy like stabs him to death i was like i don't know man yeah basically you know i had used to work with a co-worker who said it was biggest fear, his biggest fear is some, uh, like ever coming across a fight with somebody with a knife and it's like it's slowly just coming down into you and you can't stop it that, that's like his biggest <laughs> fear so I don't know why, why would you put that in any of our heads? What's I don't wrong? know why that was no. always a conversation. He's like, Holy man, that, shit. he's like, that's the only thing I'm ever scared of. I was like, you just see it coming down and you can't stop it as it enters you. And I was like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> a, I was like, I don't know how we got there, but I remember him making that comment. It's like ever since then, that's always been vividly in my mind. Every time I see somebody using a knife, it's like, oh god, it just reminds me. <laughs> that is so dark. <laughs> Are they still around, or did they meet their fate? No, they're still around. I just, I don't know why how this came up in the conversation, but I know that was like his biggest fear was knives. So. <laughs> Oh my god! But it's horrible. Yeah, that, that's it. Enjoy uh, your nightmares for now on. I've been suffering from them for like the last <laughs> six or seven years. So. Happy Halloween, bitches! <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Continue on, Brant. Uh, I finished uh, Spider-Man Two. Spider-Man for the PS5. Man, you guys mowed through some damn Spider-Man. Um, I finished the main story. There's still some side stuff I've I've got to do. Um, as one does. My one criticism with some of the fights, uh, the set pieces are amazing in this game, but there's a couple fights with uh, certain characters, and you know, usually you fight a boss, if there's going to be multiple stages, they have like a big long health bar, and you whittle it down to a certain point, and then you know, it goes through... um, Something, you know, the, the stage changes or the boss changes their form or something crazy. Uh, and then the fight continues. 
Um, there's two fights in in Spider-Man where um, the enemy appears, the health bar fills above their name, and you fight them. You deplete the health bar completely, and then the health bar just refills, and you continue the fight. No, Brandon, you don't. You don't know about the seashells, man. The three seashells. And there's like three dots to the left of that life bar, and then when you beat it, one of the dots on. goes away, and then it goes. Uh, I saw it too when I looked at this. Oh, there's there's multiple oh, dots. Okay. I didn't see. I didn't see those. Yeah. There's. They must be kind of. They're small. Uh, they're there. They're there. Let's say. So they. Yeah. There's dots. And there. they're not. They're not separated by stages of the fight. They're just like not, groupings in, of health. In so, in two instances, no. Yeah. Literally, okay. like. You're, you're just fighting them. Different environments for the final yeah. boss battle. The, the, okay. the final yeah. boss battle is like your typical, like it just it progressive. It gets and more that, crazy. And that final boss looks like another hero from another comic book with the uh, said uh, attachments that grew out of them. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, are we, are we in the right comic book universe? I was like, <laughs> but yes, there are there are two um, fights where that health bar you deplete it and it just goes right back up yeah. you're like what the what the hell brent, brent go and back there there's tiny little okay. dots and I, oh. I had to look at it too because i was like this is bullshit and i'm like oh yeah there. So I was like, okay, you're like okay. what i do wrong why do i have yeah. to do it again yeah he, he thought it was me with the damn rpgs where oh, maybe i have to lose this battle <laughs> and then literally like you're like okay rule of threes and you do it three times and it, it fills up it again and you're like son of a bitch uh rule of threes exactly but um and and for me at least that not seeing those three little dots it kind of the, there wasn't that sense of progression for me cuz like like i said normally it's the big big health bar above the enemy you depleted a certain amount and whatever happens happens and then you continue your uh fight against against the boss I, I don't know. I, I agree with you, Brand. I, I would have been okay with this if they would have came out like a green bar that goes to yellow, then goes to red. Yes. I'm like, okay, then I can see like, oh, okay, how, how much going? I forgot what game I just recently saw that had that, but there was something there's something. There's there's several games that have yeah. have that mechanic too. That multicolor uh, life bar instead of the the three seashell one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'll, I'll go. I'll go that. with my demolition man reference all the way. Damn. Man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, the game. Um, the if I had to segment it into five parts, like I said, the the first part of the game is a great introduction. It's very, uh, very good to set up everything, and then the second part is a little bit slower. It's more expedition, exposition. It's more character building, plot building, and then the last three chapters are go go go, like literally. It just it doesn't stop, Pedal and it just keeps metal. yeah, it just keeps going. Um, and it, it ends on a very, a very high note. Um, what was weird was, and I mean, Cesar will get this. You get one character that's like, oh, you have to help this person, please, by all means help them. And then at the end you've helped them. I mean, they're not in the best of shape. Um, but they're not dead you know and this character's like what did you do it's like hey i hey i you said help them they're not dead no you know, you know so. the rules man is always spider-man's fault yes always uh, spider-man always he the, did this always the spider-man is that part of the narrative framing where they won't give him credit for certain things 
Is that how that works? No, this one's kind of like setting up for the next part. Yeah, of the it's story. it's setting up. Um, what well, I, I guess what would be the assumed third game. And like Cesar said, there's um, the main story kind of leads to one uh, plot for what's going to kind of be one of the, the main driving forces for the next game. There are two sides. There's flame. two. There are two <laughs> side missions that I went through, which involve the flame. And then um, there's another mission where um, Craven is got these drones and they're hunting someone in particular. And you have to go through across the city and track each one down and figure out who the heck it's actually targeting. And that is another thread for another piece, uh, which is which is pretty interesting. Um, so it, I'm assuming they are going to do a third game. Um, they've already talked about, uh, I believe it was today I heard that um, the Spider-Man games and the Wolverine game are technically all in their own specific universe together. So they all. Ten seventy-eight. So they all coexist together, so it's possible that we could hmm. see some kind of crossover. If not a cameo in the Wolverine game, it's possible that if I mean Insomniac has been doing great work with these games, it's possible that hey, they do this Spider-Man game, they do the Wolverine game, and then possibly down the road they do this other Resistance. game that in, involves more heroes. You know, Killzone. So. But, uh, no, but I, I mean, to echo what Brand says, man, I, I do like they, they introduce at the very end of the game another character that's also a hero in the comic books that they don't uh, showcase very often either. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. So, like, I like how what they're doing with this because you know, like, you normally see these type of Spider Man games and they always stick to the true, like, all right, you know, cut and paste, Spider Man, Goblin, blah, blah, blah. This, like, this one is like, they seem to be pulling a lot better from the source material on this one and kind of uh, making changes and tw- tweaking stuff as it goes through. So you mentioned that deep cut last week. Oh man. Agent Venom was uh, that, that one got me, dude. I was like, Holy shit. I never thought to this day I'll see an agent Venom. I, I probably would have seen an agent Venom if they would have did like a guardians of the galaxy type game. Cause he was in that team for a while. And uh, there's another Venom uh, throwback Venom. in there. That's also been in recent comics too. That uh, Brent knows because said Spider Man gets that ability, but it's not mm-hmm. him that has it in the comics. But uh, this is a very uh, symbiote esque. Heavy. Uh, this is very much a symbiote esque uh, game. It's uh, focused almost, on that anim- that uh, feature almost, and loop. Almost found that, my copy. That is of, the uh, climax mm, of I'm, the story. Almost found my copy of Separation Anxiety from Super Nintendo and started pulling it. <laughs> hey, I got, uh, I have the lesser uh, maximum carnage behind me, so a game what, that probably would have been better as co-op. The maximum carnage, I think, was yeah. Maximum uh, for red. The, wasn't Mac, wasn't it red for um, Super Nintendo? I wasn't uh, rich enough to afford that one when I was a child. I was given the the gray reprint cartridge. I just have the straight black Genesis cartridge. So I may not, not own a Spider-Man game up until like 32X. 
I don't have the 32X one. That one's expensive. I don't think I have the the PS1 or Dreamcast ones. I think it's like PS2, Xbox, GameCube before I have a Spider-Man video game. I think the one, the first Spider-Man game I bought was uh, outside of that. Well, I didn't buy the Super Nintendo one. That was given to me as a gift when I was a kid. But uh, I haven't bought one since until Shattered, Shattered Dimensions. I probably was the first one. You never dabble with the PS2 or Xbox, the movie tie-in ones? No, nah, I mean, I no. wasn't a fan no. of uh, movie tie-ins at the time, even though people were all over them, but... I love the web slinging was always raved about on the second one. Yeah, I, I literally haven't tried it at all, so I don't even know how it plays. So it wow, be, it, it would be like the equivalent of me. Uh, it would be me, aka Renee, and then you give me a copy of Marvel sixty four, who he has never played that game before, and I'm like, oh, oh this is, this is, no, he this has. Is he played it here. He played yeah. it. He had yeah, but he had a sixty four for like when it came out and never played Mario 64. So, Oh, how do you have a Mario 60? How do you have a 64? No Mario game. Yeah. It's like a one-to-one attach rate. <laughs> Damn it, Renee. Oh, it's like, I, I forgot to bring up in the news. We're getting a new, um, Nintendo switch, uh, skew for the holidays. It's another a new one bundle. Of, uh, Richard, Richard's favorite bundles. I haven't seen this. Uh, you can, you can guess it. Cause you'll probably get it right. It's the only bundle you care about. Come on, Richard. Mario Kart. There we go. It was already announced. That's no, 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 no. The screen is different. What, what would it be, uh, Richard? It's a OLED screen. screen? It's the up, ah! it's an updated OLED skew with Mario Kart wow. 8 Deluxe download code and that three one, months, three months of Nintendo Online. Yeah, Get that Richard. one, people. Splurge for the OLED. You'll be happy. The OLED Richard, is dope. Richard heard the OLED has a brain exploded. So. Yeah, you had me. I was like, ooh, I might get another one. I'm <laughs> No need. OLEDs for everyone as you come to your house. Everybody grab an OLED. We're going to play a Mario Get an OLED. Yeah, and then the oh. rumor is, the rumor is with this new hardware, is not going to be an OLED at launch. It's like, really? It's a new Samsung, uh, L- like mini LEDs or something like that. Yeah. Oh, you heard a follow-up to that. I just heard, I just heard it was an OLED. I mean, shit, they, they just fucking put it with a, they're, putting, they're about to put an OLED in iPad Pros next year. So look how long it took them to do that shit. So also it's true. expensive. Yeah. How did Sony pull it off 10 years ago in the Vita? I mean, did Sony they knows lose how to their make... ass on the Vita? Sony knows how to make Probably. hardware, man. I mean, there's only two-thirds of us here excited about the new PSP, so. Uh, we should all be excited about the Speaking PSP. Speaking of PSP. Paid off my PSP today. Can't wait to get that thing. <laughs> I know. I can't wait to be playing the PSP hey, next month. The brand Brant, new PSP. Brant, my last PSP also came with Spider-Man, the movie. <laughs> uh speaking of psp uh this is in my uh hardware acquired hardware acquired you got a hell of a deal man i'm I'm pretty excited for you recently jealous recently picked up this bad boy which is a playstation portable go uh, one of the. <laughs> I've never heard it said that way. <laughs> PSP Go. I've never heard PlayStation Portable Go. That struck me as funny. <laughs> That's what it says. PlayStation. Oh, PlayStation man. Portable Go. I heard this week Nintendo Switch Entertainment System. And I was just like, what? Nwes? I was like, what? <laughs> My brain broke. <laughs> PlayStation Portable Go. He's not wrong, ladies and gentlemen. Not, That's I'm just not, not common terminology. <laughs> uh, so, and I was lucky enough to get this. This actually is, I guess, a later model that's actually got 16 gigabytes of onboard memory. Um, I thought they all had 16. Did one of them have eight? 
I feel like they all had 16. I don't know. I have not done the deep dive. I've never uh, even seen when I see your PSP, your PlayStation Portable Go, it will be the first PlayStation <laughs> Portable Go I've ever seen. I've never uh, laid eyes with, on one. Came with video output cables that work perfectly. I have component cables for those if it takes the same one as the regular PSP. I do. Yeah, I do. Uh, I'd have to check. Because um, PSP 2000 and 3000 also export with uh, the uh, component cableage. It's the only way I could play uh, Tales of Eternia for the longest time. <laughs> Did you get the dock with it, Brent, interestingly? No, 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 do- no dock. Because I think you could pair a DualShock 3 with a with the PSP dock, PS- PlayStation Portable Go dock. And then with the component, yeah, with the component cables, you just have a... It's really the Switch before the Switch, right? And yes. no UMD, you no UMD support. So if you just went all digital on PSP at a certain point, then you bought a Go with all the accessories. You essentially had a Switch. Uh, so this was a piece of hardware that back in the day I did not see the use for. I had my original PSP, um, and just could not fathom not having a disk drive, yeah. not being able to pop my physical media into this uh, having to download everything which downloads take a really long time and um, just like the PS3 you have to download and then it has to install Yeah. Um, but this thing very time consuming is a like fraction of the size Brand, I want to see it bring it in you have a team's uh, meeting on your calendar? <laughs> it is a uh, fraction of the size. It is nothing as far as weight goes. I mean, it's about as big as or smaller as, you know, a wallet. So it's a lot easier to throw in your pocket. Pocket size. Um, I may have, you know, received this and then reset it and... Um, done some magic on uh, oh, okay. Uh, through file additions, I um, thought it came previously magicked. It did. Um, you wanted to perform the magic yourself. I I did because I didn't. That person's account stuff was still tied to it. Okay, and I started messing with it, and went and it was fine. Um, I turned it off and came back to it later, and it was giving me that error message of um, cannot authenticate software for some for certain things. So I was like, okay, well, I'll I'll redo all this. This is fine. No big deal. Yeah. Unlike um, a, unlike a Wii U, which you're stuck with when if if it's signed in with that. Yeah. Um. So I did all that. Uh, went to connect to the internet and found that this thing does not play well with the. New forms of internet. It needs nope. old school uh, protocol, just WAP. That's all it needs. So, what does that stand for, Brent? <laughs> Wireless access protocol. Uh, well, we'll go with Something. that. Something. Uh, it does stand for other things. Yeah, it does. About that. Yeah. Now you now you mention it does stand for. Something. Yeah. Okay, okay. I'm not. I'm not going to say the I'm other thing. Looking around. I'm We're start not going to say around. the other thing. <laughs> I don't know why I know that, but oh. I do. Uh, we're not, we're not, no buckets and mops, sir. Yeah, slap, uh, my favorite uh, connectivity type. Can't beat it. 
Um, I have so, I actually have an old router, Brent, and you can use it if you want to with uh, like my SSID and stuff on there, and I'll give it to you. If I mean, I'm, I'm sure you've solved this, but just yeah. plug that into your modem temporarily, and you'll have the older uh, protocols that you can sure. have. Brand, so, maybe, Brent can even go to old school and plug in that uh, Nintendo USB adapter to get some Wi-Fi access in his computer. So the workaround for this, the workaround for this was either old router, um, go into your router and set up a guest Wi-Fi with no permissions, or Ooh. connect your phone oh, to your um, wireless network or, you know, your cellular network, and do a hotspot with uh, no permission. So, or no password, nothing. Just an right. open connection. Um, so I'm doing that from home where I know nobody else is going to connect to it. And it works It works great. Here's the other quirk, though, because I've got so many games on this thing right now, but I still haven't filled up the full 16 gigs. Uh, I've been playing around with, um, what is it, Rock Band Unplugged, um, some PS1 titles, no problem. I found... Pepsi Man. Uh, <laughs> Pepsi Man. I'm a, I'm a fan of uh, Gamera, who is a flying turtle kaiju um and i, I found was the turtle one i was trying to describe kaiju to the missus and she totally did not get it and i was like godzilla wants to do godzilla this is a kaiju and then pacific rim like we both really enjoyed pacific rim i was like you remember they loaded up in those big suits and they went and fought the monsters that came out of the ocean those were kaiju in the ocean she sure wasn't a fever dream Maybe this argument, the way it looped around, it was a fever dream because it, it felt like it was like two hours of me trying to explain what a kaiju Just was. Just show her the movie. Holy shit. That's what I would have done. Uh, there was a point being made, but I was like, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not entertaining this any further. Because I realized I was in the loop and I was like, I'm not getting anywhere with this thing. But um, so the uh, I found I found a Gamera game for PlayStation 1. Mm. That's Gamera 2000. And it plays exactly like Panzer Dragoon. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, literally the panning, the camera, 360 degrees around your craft. The only difference is like Gamera flies up above you and he like helps you attack all these weird aliens and ships that are flying around you. But it, I mean, it still does like the, the targeting attacks and stuff like that. It, it, it's freaking Panzer Dragoon ripoff, but it's, it, it's actually pretty damn good. And we never got it. We never got it, but it's it's a Japanese published. game that's all Sony, in right. Yeah, it, it's yeah. all in English. Yeah, published um, by it, Sony. It's like the Pepsi Man game. It's all in English, and it just has Japanese subtitles. I've played other games in that 2000 series, though: NFL Blitz 2000, NHL Hockey 2000, <laughs> Blues yeah. Brothers 2000, yeah, yeah, Tempest 2000. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Um, Gamora but, 2000. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so far, the I've I've come across a weird bug though. Is some of these Activision games that I found, um, including Spider-Man 2 for the PSP, uh, as well as Tony Hawk's Underground 2 Remix. Um, I boot them up. I still have plenty of memory left. And I get a error code that says this game needs however many kilobytes to save. Not the I'm error code. And um, 
without sufficient memory, you are going to be unable to save. Do you want to continue? And I continue, I go through, and I go to save, and it still it still gives me the error code. And I back out all the way to the menu, and I've got however many gigs, I mean gigs of data left. Sounds like a known so, issue with your uh, magic. Um, I looked it up, and apparently some of the... Um, there are certain titles that do not recognize... Uh, large amounts. It's of too large of a memory. capacity. Because yeah. wasn't and, that early storage like Fat Thirty Two? Yeah, and it yeah, it literally it was some of those early memory cards were megabytes. I think the one of the biggest one the first one that they came out with that was the biggest was only a gig. I think. Um, is there so a utility? They, is there a utility in the magic that will spoof a smaller card as like an offshoot? You know what I mean, like a memory card mounted virtually on the memory i don't know um akin to what ps3 did legally if you think of it that way i'm gonna have to look the the workaround i've seen for this is to literally just add games until you get down to a certain memory oh man you um chasing a that's a hell of a pipe dream to save for four four or five games yeah or um you can use a different psp or use the emulator and make yeah. a save file and import it to your system, and then it will just find it. Then it recognizes it. Yes. Yeah. I was also thinking you had your other PSP there. I have physical copies of the two games you mentioned. Uh, you might be able to carry out if you're dying to play those. You can uh, you can certainly borrow those physical copies and play it that oh, way. Oh, I've oh, yeah, I've played them before back in the day. I just you and I we need to chat after the, the show. Yeah, you're just trying to see what works. You and I need to chat after the show and, and find an ad hoc game to mess around with sometime this week. I think Ooh. that'd be a lot of fun. Because there's so many games that supported ad hoc. Wi-Fi wasn't that commonplace, so the, a lot of them had essentially couch co-op built in. Because you each had a screen. Yeah. it was uh, That was an ideal scenario for that hardware. But... Um... For something I didn't see a lot of credence in getting at the time, uh, I am loving this thing. This thing is pretty freaking awesome. I want to see one. I've never even seen a PSP Go. They just look sexy. And I know they're very expensive. You got a fantastic deal from what I heard. Yes, I got I got an amazing deal. Um, one of those things where I just I couldn't pass it up. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, after holding it in my hand, I've I've fallen in love with this thing. I can't wait to uh, bring it to you to show you the PlayStation Portable Go. I've I saw one several years ago at a um, mom and pop retailer, and it was I don't think it had anything else with it at the time. Um, which is why I kind of held off on it, and it was right. it was pretty scuffed up. I mean, at this point, they're all kind of scuffed, but this is yeah. not this is not too bad. I think you can swap the faceplates on those, like you can the PSP two thousand and three thousand. I don't think you're hosed on those. Yeah, it shouldn't it shouldn't be too bad, but if you had to, is that one pretty solid? Yeah, it's it's really it's it's not bad. The PSP. PlayStation Portable Go. PlayStation Portable Go. 
Is that it? Games played, games acquired, consoles yep. acquired, memories yeah. acquired. New PSP in a couple weeks. Let's go. Let's go. I switch mine to sh- uh, ship it to me. I don't have to go pick it up. That was an option when I purchased it. I'm super excited because I didn't play the Metal Gear Collection remote because I need the vibration. <laughs> yeah. I can. Hey, I can I play. Back is clutch, man. Yep, yep. That's like Psychoman uh, is like, put your controller on the table. Ah, look what I can do. <laughs> You're like, I can't. It's not doing anything. Like, I can't. I can't. Yeah, put my Steam Deck on the table. Ain't doing shit. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where's my immersion? My immersion's gone. Damn it. I can move your controller with my mind. Uh, Brant, you were saying something about remote play. You can play some Shadow of the Colossus on your. Uh... <laughs> yes, I could. But I also downloaded collection. I also downloaded both Metal Gear Solid and Metal Gear Solid VR missions on here. So, Mm. which is weird that you could download it on your PSP but not your PS Vita. It wasn't Vita compatible. My Vita still has all those PlayStation One games where they remember they opened it for like a weekend and you could download a bunch of PS One games and then they patched it out. I still yep. have a bunch of those like crash games and stuff on my Vita from that one weekend. I don't know not why that they... there's not other ways to get them on there, but I could right. literally go to my my downloads, um, manage my downloads, and go through the history and just download it straight to here. But if I do that on my Vita, it says no. This that no, you can't put that on here. Yep. Unless you do magic. All right, you guys got anything else you want to add before we get out of here? I'm good. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this week. We will catch you next week. Bye. See you. Adios.